Welcome to Backstory, the show that explains the history behind today's headlines. I'm Brian Bellow. I'm Nathan Connolly. I'm Joanne Freeman. And I'm Ed Ayers. If you're new to the podcast, we're all historians, and each week we explore the history of one topic that's been in the news. Now, picture a whaling ship out at sea in the middle of the 19th century, during the height of the whaling industry. As the crew works together, pulling halyards to set sails or pumping the lever windlass to raise anchor, they sing a type of work song called a sea shanty. Oh, Sally Brown, she's a bright mulatta. Way, roll and go, a pretty gal, but I can't get at her. Spend my money on Sally Brown. Oh, Sally lives in old Jamaica. Way, roll and go. She drinks rum and chaws tobacco. Spend my money on Sally Brown. The voice you just heard is scholar Gib Schreffler. He says sea shanties like Sally Brown were more than just catchy sailor songs. They were actually used to coordinate maritime labor tasks on merchant ships and whaling ships. Shanties are always call and response songs. They always have a leader and a chorus. The chorus is performed by all of the crew aside from the leader, and the leader performs as a soloist. And what this means is that the chorus is a fixed part of the song. All, part, all of the crew must know that part of the song so that they can come in and sing it together. However, what yeah. the leader or the caller sings is completely optional to um, his, his whim, and therefore it's typically improvised. So this sounds a little like those call and responses in the military, still used today. I hear the ROTC kids march by and they do kind of a call and response with the leader. Is there any relationship? I believe that the shanty form, and I call it the shanty form because I think about over 90% of shanties have the same form. I believe that that form is shared with the form of those same military songs you're talking about. So for instance, a military song might be, I've got a dog, his name is Jack. Yeah. I've got a dog, his name is Jack. You throw him a stick, can he bring it back? You throw him a stick, can he bring it back? That's a two-line verse, and that very same line of verse would fit into over 90% of shanties. And what would the musical line be in a shanty? How would it differ if that were a shanty? Well, the shanty form differs in that, whereas in that military song, the, the group of so marching soldiers called back the exact line of the leader, uh -huh. uh, whereas that's the case in a shanty, the, the group sings back a different chorus. So, for example, the shanty Reuben Ranzo would go something like, Oh, poor old Reuben Ranzo, and the chorus replies, Ranzo, boys, Ranzo. And the lead singer says, Oh, poor old Reuben Ranzo. And the chorus replies, Ranzo, boys, Ranzo. And I can fit that military song in, Oh, I've got a dog, his name is Jack. Ranzo, boys, Ranzo. You can throw him a <laughs> stick and he won't bring it back. Ranzo, boys, Ranzo. So it's the way that the caller and the response are exactly evenly balanced in that way. 
Yeah, now that's fascinating. Uh, so tell me about hierarchy here. W- were the leaders uh, superior in rank, or did they just have better voices, even if they were the lowest man on the totem pole, the mixed metaphors? Sure, the leaders absolutely had no formal ranking or you know higher lower or otherwise anywhere uh-huh. else they were the regular crew members they came from the irregular crew uh it could of course be argued and it has been said um but though with little documentation um to really back it up that the leader had a higher status perhaps in the eyes of his crewmates but they were somebody who was considered to be a kind of man of words uh-huh. somebody who was witty somebody had the improvisational ability so what were these sea chanties generally about? What were the topics? You want to share some of the lyrics with us? There oftentimes were themes of longing to be on the shore if you weren't on the shore. That makes sense. Or just typical, I guess, if you could um, say typical working class popular song themes. Now, there's a third, maybe one final category of lyrics that I'm not really sure what category you'd put them in to say what they're about because these are lyrics that are characteristic of the popular african-american styled song at the time which um from some kind of you know literary analysis perspective may oftentimes appear to be nonsense you know the bullfrog is sitting on the rock and then the, the possum jumped over the bullfrog and sort of themes like that which may often have some kind of deeper meaning encoded into them, but they sound like just things that rhyme. So oftentimes there's more attention was paid to just the images and the sound of the rhyme than trying to create any particular thematic content because shanties were not, hardly ever were they narrative. You didn't try to sustain a story over several verses, but each verse was a thought in itself. 